0: Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the CEO of Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Today's show is another mini episode where I share some interesting research about how you might be able to improve the way you work. Now, you're probably not surprised that I love to-do lists. Having shifted to wonder List many years ago, there is nothing quite like the musical ding that sounds when I tick off an item to signal that progress has been made. I'm also a fan of good old-fashioned pen and paper lists too, as the act of making a physical tick always manages to bring me a moment of deep satisfaction. However, the problem with most to-do lists is that they don't discriminate between the type of thinking that different tasks require and the fact that our brain is suited to different types of thinking depending on the time of day. So for example, a big three-hour task requiring deep thinking often appears on the same to-do list as callback John from Acme. It takes discipline to prioritize the meaty three-hour challenge over the quick call to John. However, According to psychology professor Roy Baumeister, our self-control muscle is actually limited. In an article that Baumeister published in the British Psychological Society journal, he writes that when people exert self-control, they use up some of this energy, leaving them in a temporarily depleted state. So if they are trying to exert self-control again soon after they tend to do worse than if they'd not previously exerted that self-control in the first place. So basically what he's saying is that self-control is like a muscle that gets tired and people might start the day fresh and rested, but as you exert more self-control over the course of the day, your powers diminish. So this becomes particularly problematic when it comes to our to-do list the quicker and almost always less impactful tasks get prioritised because they're easier to do and thus require less self-control. And the hard work always remains at the bottom of the list. So what we need to do is rethink our to-do lists so that they enhance our productivity rather than hinder it. Broadly speaking, there are three types of thinking that our brain engages in at work. The first type of thinking is focused analytical thinking. And this thinking requires deep concentration and ideally longer bursts of time. And for most of us, we're at our most cognitively sharp in the morning, according to Duke University psychology professor Dan Ariely. In one post that he wrote online about this, he says that one of the saddest mistakes in time management is the propensity of people to spend the two most productive hours of their day on things that don't require high cognitive capacity. If we could salvage those precious hours, most of us would be much more successful in accomplishing what we truly want. So as such, we need to create a to-do list that is purely reserved for focused or deep work. This should become the first to-do list that we look at every morning. The second type of thinking that we need to engage in at work is creative thinking. And this is a very different type of thinking and requires our brain to be less vigilant and open to breaking rules. Now, there was some research conducted by uh, a couple of professors, Professor Weath and Professor Rose Zacks, and they demonstrated that we're better at thinking creatively in what they refer to as our non-optimal times. So for most of us, this is in the afternoon. This is a time when our brain is a little bit looser and carefree. Our afternoon brain is far less vigilant than our morning brain. And because of this, the second type of to-do list we need is one for creative tasks. This can become our go-to task list for the afternoon. The third type of state that we often find our brain in at work is a foggy state. And some psychologists refer to this as our post-lunch dip Um, which I think many people can relate to because a lot of us find ourselves less cognitively sharp or alert straight after lunch or during that mid-afternoon slump. And this is the perfect time to be doing what Professor Cal Newport refers to as shallow work. So this is work that's non-cognitively demanding, such as checking and responding to emails, making phone calls, and doing repetitive or non-challenging tasks. So your third to-do list, the foggy list, needs to capture all the tasks that don't require your brain to be doing heavy lifting. Now, if you want a fourth to-do list, there is one other to-do list that you might wanna think about and I call this the fast list. So this is a list that should contain tasks that can be done in less than five minutes. It's the perfect list to enable us to remain productive When we've got those short gaps in the day, such as when a meeting finishes a few minutes early, but we've got another one starting on the hour, or we know that we're about to get interrupted with a call from our boss at any minute and don't want to dive into a task requiring deep concentration that will only be taken away from. So this should become your go-to list for those idle minutes, of which we have many throughout a week. And when we don't use them productively, they can add up to a lot of lost hours. So rather than trying to just have the one mega to-do list, split your to-do list into four separate lists, your focus list, your fast list, your foggy list, and your creative list to take advantage of how your brain works and optimize your productivity. Hello there. That is it for today's episode. Now, before you skip on over to another podcast, I have a little favor to ask. Great getting feedback from listeners such as yourself. So I would be so appreciative if you could give this podcast a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you like this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can be alerted when new episodes are released. See you next time.